Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that Five. they love, but nobody else does. I'm Elaine. I'm Audra. I'm Ken. I'm John. I'm Karen. And this week on the podcast, we have a change of plans. Because Tony and Carly didn't want to play with us. Each of us <laughs> has a specific movie genre. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have horror thriller. Horror and thriller. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, what do you have? Action and adventure. I guess I have action and adventure. <laughs> I can't remember the rest. And one do you have, John? I don't, I don't do anything. A good time. I'm just here to want to get fine. He just has a good time. So, welcome, loyal podcast listener. Welcome. But they're both in the room now. Strange person who has clicked on this podcast randomly and has no idea what's going to rhyme. Uh, Lego Batman will not be this week's episode. Sad. Because Carly and Tony are sick. We hope they feel better very, very soon. So we foregone last week's Lego episode, and we're going to do this week's episode, but Lego Batman will be coming to you next week, maybe. So, also this one will be late, because it's not being posted on Lego Batman Day. But this week... On the podcast... Is John's pick! No, it's Ken's pick. It's It's Ken's pick. pick. (gasps) Ken's pick. What'd you pick, Ken? Eurovision! (laughs) Sweet! Well, now you have to tell me about it. What's that? The, what was it, the, the... The story of Fire Saga. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about the the Eurovision contest, which uh, originally I didn't even know it was a thing. But I didn't a, think it was a real thing, but a, apparently it is. Yeah, apparently it is. And uh, they just kind of expand on that. Waterloo. All right. This, uh, did you get its IMD, uh, it's Rotten Tomatoes, oh, yeah, yeah. Audra. Okay, so Rotten Tomatoes is 63%. Mm-hmm. Audience score is 77%. IMDb is 6.5 out of 10. Metacritic is 50. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. So this was a truly underappreciated movie. Yes. Only by the critics. <laughs> well. Yeah, only by the smart people, right? We, we haven't really talked about it. But Maybe we don't appreciate was, it either. Here, part of the reason why is because the release date was June 26, 2020. So it didn't make any money. Yeah, they were supposed to release it with on the same weekend when the Eurovision Song Contest came out that year, but it got canceled because of COVID. <laughs> Much like Lego Batman. <laughs> why are you spitting on me? I Because we're closer than we've ever been before. That's why I needed you to be across from her, John. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that Ken didn't get <laughs> all over him? I was trying to find the the money, but I can't. It's not... It doesn't make any because it was a Netflix movie. Yeah, zero money. All the monies. They made all the monies. But the director of this magnum opus was David Dobkin. Yeah, and what else did he direct? I don't know. Let me click on this one. (laughs) You tell me. He's known for... uh, Welcome back to the podcast, R.I.P.D. Yeah, but that's Mm -hmm. executive producer. You didn't scroll down. Yeah, but I said known for. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, where's the director button? You, oh, sometimes he, you gotta scroll. Calm down. He did wedding. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's doing wedding crashers too. That's coming out. But he's known for this movie and Maroon Five songs. Wow, Maroon Five. <laughs> and he also did. He directed the 1994 music video One Two Three Four Something New from Coolio. Oh, I like that sort. One Two Three Four. Get your woman on the floor. Gotta, gotta get up to get down. You want to take it from here, Ken? <laughs> gotta, gotta get up to get, to get down. down. No? 
He also directed an episode of Iron Fist, but we won't hold that against him. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Who wrote this thing? It was Will Farrell. We'll get to him in a minute. He's also written Anchorman 2. Um, Will Farrell? He wrote yeah. Nothing. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Step Brothers. That explains it. Yep. Talladega Nights. Um, Anchorman. And uh, Night at the Roxbury. And then some other assorted things. So what is he known for? Uh, Will Ferrell? Yeah. For being that the other guy in Elf. Oh. Yeah, the other guy in Elf. Yeah, uh-huh. so always a welcome back to the podcast from yes. this, Stranger Than Fiction. Semi-pro? Pro. Yeah, we did, we did semi-pro. Uh-huh. With, yeah. So Another good movie. Yeah. This is where Carly and Tony shine, and we don't have them, and we're, we're laughing. <laughs> well, I wasn't talking about his acting, just his writing. Mm. It was co-written by a guy named Andrew Steele. Mm-hmm. He has done a lot of TV that magnum sketches, opus, uh, such as The Ladies Man. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. He worked for Saturday yeah, Night Live, it yes, seems, and Funny or Die, but nothing really. And fifty-six episodes of the cartoon Doug. Anyway, I'll be your Doug. <laughs> All right. He's also co-starring Rachel McAdams, which you may know from the movie Aloha, where she caught a lot of shit. She was in Aloha? Yep. Um, she was also in the movie Southpaw, which was a, a Rocky ripoff movie. Wasn't mm. bad, though. I didn't hate it. Was Jake she was Gyllenhaal. in Mean Girls. Hold on, I'm getting to that. Uh, you may also know her from this little movie called The Notebook. <coughs> Meh, I did not care for The Notebook. I've never seen it. It's and Wedding Crashers. Yep. All she was movies also, which I have not seen. How about Sherlock Holmes? Have you seen Sherlock Holmes? She was Irene at the... What? The Will Ferrell one or the other one? No, no the, the, the one with Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah, I, I did see that. She oh, was man. Irene Adler. Okay, yeah. yeah. I really like those ones. Okay, I, I heard they're her. making another one. They are. I'm excited. And, and it's, nothing has been confirmed for that. They um, haven't even started pre-production, so we'll see. Robert Downey Jr. said he'll do it, so pretty much that's all they need yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah, but it hasn't even started pre-production. So yeah, we'll it'll get made. But the Jude first... Law was a little bit busy on that Harry Potter movie. The first two yeah. made all the monies, so they'll make a third one. All right. Mm. Now, there's going to be a lot of people in, in this movie that I don't re- understandably know. So we're going to skip over Dan Stevens, because I don't know who... Well, Dan Stevens is a re- welcome back to the podcast, oh. because he played Tim in the movie Colossal. Now, I don't... That's the Anne Hathaway movie where she was the monster. Yeah. Um, I don't remember who Tim was, but he but was in that. That had Imogen Poots. Yes. My heart whoops for the no, poops. No, did it? No, that was I Kill Giants. No, that so, was I Kill Giants. Yeah. You're confusing me with more poots talk. No. But, Who doesn't love Imogen Poots? But he was in Colossal, and he was also, he played the Beast in the Beauty of the Beast remake that was super creepy and no one should ever watch. <laughs> Not fan of that. The live action? Yeah. It's yeah. really upsetting. And you know what it does? It makes, um, oh my God, what is his name? Gaston seemed like a rational human being, and Belle seemed like a bitch. Well, and Gaston that's not what I want in my fairy tale. Gaston was a rational being. Did you see that? Was a bit no, of a, I didn't see Oh, it. she was terrible. Yeah, I didn't and want to see it's, it. It's a real shame because I like that actress who plays Hermione. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's something about the live action. It just doesn't work for some fairy tales. Yeah. Like, Cinderella always seems to work, but Beauty and the Beast did not. Because Gaston was right. Um, some evil beast thing kidnapped this woman. I'm going to go kill it. And, I mean... That's what would happen. And Belle treated the people in that town terribly. She was a bit of a pretentious d-hole. She was a little bit of a bish. Well, who else was in this movie? Oh, P. 
Pierce Brosnan, who you may know from James Bond. And, yeah. And the Thomas Crown Affair. Uh-huh. Anything on the podcast? Have you had anything with him on the podcast? No, I don't think so. so. Not yet, because you haven't done After the Sunset. We haven't done any of the Pierce Brosnan and James Bonds, which is a crime against humanity. Because we can't do them because they made too much money and people like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you could pick one for your birthday. Maybe I'll pick Goldeneye this year. My birthday's coming up. My birthday pick, I'm doing Lethal Weapon. Oops. Oh, <laughs> spoiler alert. He's, he changes his birthday pick about 700 times. We have time. It might not be true. We have time. Um, most of these people... I mean, Demi Lovato was in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Demi Lovato was in this, sort of. Her ghost was. Most of these people are European and haven't really done much of anything that we know. Mm. Like, you know, if you click on their IMDb, you're like, oh, you were in Game of Thrones and Vikings. Okay. Wait, which one was in Vikings? Most of them. Most of them. Yeah, a lot of them. (laughs) Yeah, you just click on them and you're like, oh, interesting. They look different. Like, a lot of the people, like the uh, Icelandic judging whatevers, like one of those guys was in X-Men Apocalypse, and one of them was a vi- was in Vikings. Well. And, Another um, one was in some uh, things for True Detective, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, The Crimes of Grindelwald. But what's He's important big, is none of them guy. are really big actors. Yeah. No. You don't recognize mm. them a lot. You have to, like, you're digging now to find, like, oh, he was an extra in Remington Steel in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. One of them was in His Dark Materials. Like, it's just, they're people that maybe you'd recognize in the background, but they're not big actors, which I actually appreciate that about... Movies mm-hmm. like this sometimes that they have actors in it that you're like, I don't know who that was, but they did a darn good job. Good well, for them. I don't I have agree. any reviews, so we're going to skip over that and go, what did you think coming in? Karen. What did you think before you watched it? I had no idea anything about it before I watched it. Oh, just and like Carly. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't. I had never even heard of it. <laughs> Elaine. I was a little scared it was going to be um, more Blades of Glory and less Talladega, Talladega Nights on the good, bad, Will Ferrell scale. I was like, oh man, Ken, you could have picked other movies. You could have picked Justice League. Not <laughs> that. that would have been a long episode. Been a long episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ken, what did you think going on? I thought it was fucking amazing. That's why... <laughs> That's why I picked it. That's why I picked it. He's like, people need to watch this. You need to know that this exists. This is one of the movies that were... Spoiler alert. Where, yeah, if you haven't seen anything, and I'm like, well, have you seen Eurovision? They're like, no. And I'm like, oh my God, you got to see Eurovision. So that's what happened this time. Yeah, okay. I appreciate that about a pick. John? I thought, I've seen this. I didn't really like it the first time I saw it. Maybe a second viewing will help. Sometimes that does help. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you misremember things. And you're like, oh, I thought I hated this. But it turns out I didn't. What was that? Tony picked something where I thought I really hated it, and then I really loved it. And I'm like, why There's a couple of those this? from the podcast that I yep. remember. Mm. Sometimes. 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 Sometimes you feel like a nut, and sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. I do feel like I should say that Audra is my sister, Ken is her husband, and Karen is my mom. Yeah, because you didn't say really. You we said, just said your names. You said that you were doing this because Tony and Carly are sick, but that's not exactly true because you are traveling. <laughs> that's true. We're not at home. <laughs> I'm visiting my family. So here we are. Her family. <laughs> and what do I do? I put them on my podcast mm-hmm. because 
it's fun. Visiting her family in Canada. Yes. <laughs> the great white north. He said that. I didn't say that. I know. Elaine gets mad when I say that. It's because we're not in Canada. How's she really? going, eh? What's that about? Calm down. <laughs> we're totally not in Canada. Uh, Want to go get some Timbits? Make you feel better? Mm-hmm. We do say A a lot. Mm-hmm. He makes fun of the, the way I say totally. Because I cannot, totally. I can't say it not like that. Totally, totally. <laughs> Totally. That's not how I say it. Totally. I'll say totally different when you start saying coffee different. Coffee. Uh, coffee. Yeah. That's coffee. There's a W in there. <laughs> we put somehow. W's in everything. So let's wrangle these cats and get started. Now you're welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a Gary Sanchez production. Yeah, who's Gary Sanchez? It was nominated for an Oscar. But for, for what? The, for the... Uh, Best original song? Yes. For the hell. For real? For the, Yeah. Oh, good. For Ya Ya Ding Dong. No, not for Ya Ya Ding Dong. <laughs> that is not a good song. The, no. I That's probably oh, a God, real I song. Can't. I did no research on that, but no, I bet it's, it's not. A real they wrote it song. for this movie, and it was based on previous winners of Eurovision because ones that are really. Ya Ya Ding Dong? Yeah, they wrote it for the movie, and it's based to be similar to previous winners that have really catchy, easy lyrics oh. because multiple countries can sing them. Wow. So they get more votes. Because the languages are real different from country to country over mm-hmm. there. Wow. So it was they in said the that's trivia. That's why Mbop was such a, a big hit because it could be. Like Other all countries the world. love Hanson. It's weird because in America, Hanson is a joke. But other countries are like, we love Hanson. They're like, they're huge. Like David Hasselhoff. Interesting. The Hoff. Mm-hmm. Love the Hoff. People love the Hoff. Mm-hmm. Zardu Hasselfrog, he's a, the best. Oh, that's the Guardians of the Galaxy reference right there. You don't have to tell people what my references are. You they either get them the or joke. they don't. No, you have to explain the joke. It makes it it's funny. funnier when you explain the joke. Was it a joke? <laughs> no. Yes, it was. I love Zardu Hasselfrau. <laughs> I wish he was my dad. He had a talking car and a voice like an angel. Who else had the voice like an angel? We'll find out when we talk about this movie. We'll get to oh. it eventually. Nice segue. It was, right. She's trying, but the tangents will happen regardless. So we start in 1974, so. and a kooky little song is playing while Eric, who's played by Pierce Brosnan, is in a room with some friends. But And his son, Lars, is on the stairs looking all sad. What's wrong with Lars? Oh, I don't his know. Mom just his died. mom died. But then we hear Waterloo by ABBA. Which is probably the original Euro version, because they played Waterloo at Eurovision. It was in the trivia. So this is probably the actual footage from hmm. the Eurovision Song Contest in 1970-whateverness. Four. Four. I wasn't listening. <laughs> Welcome to my world. I just said it. Like, the words were in the bubble just above my head. And she's like, I'm, I can't even see that. They went above my head and I couldn't see them anymore. You're taller than them. The bubble floated this way because of all the ceiling fans. Mm. Anyway. Which came out prior to most of you being born. Except yes. for me. Except for you. And me. Karen. And Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Karen's over like, yeah, way before I was born. Yeah, I remember ABBA. They were very popular. They're still popular in my house. I love ABBA. My favorite song is SOS. No, Dancing mm. Queen. No, yeah. my, well, no Dancing, Dancing Queen is good. Dancing Queen. Dancing Queen's a better song. Mm-hmm. But SOS is my Oh, favorite. dance like crazy to that. We should have requested it at the wedding. Damn it, missed opportunity. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was. Anyway, so... All the adults are looking at Lars as he gets up and starts dancing, and he's getting it. And Little Secret sees this, and she gets over, and she starts working it as well, and the adults start laughing. But Little Lars doesn't like this. He says, you will not laugh at me. I will be on the Eurovision, and you won't laugh at me. 
His dad tells him he's acting like an idiot. Yeah, his dad's pretty harsh. He's like, you're look, you look stupid, quit embarrassing yourself. Which so, is a great thing to say right after your mom dies. Right. And to a kid, I mean, huh. Yeah, his yeah. dad was very blunt yeah. throughout the entire movie. All right, so we cut to modern day, and we see Lars and Secret singing a volcanic man song. It's, well, it's an interesting song, but the video that they're shooting here <laughs> is amazeballs. He's in a humongous Thor costume with... With the yeah. horns and the Viking, oh, and she's yeah. just getting it. I thought for a moment that that uh, silver lipstick might be my favorite tertiary object. Ah, and it's God piece. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was my favorite tertiary object. But then we cut and see, oh, no, it's a dream. He's just wearing, like, a football helmet with some, you know, horns aluminum foil it. horns on it. And... Yeah, she has a very elaborate headdress, too. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out to just be some flowers. Mm-hmm. But they're obviously imagining themselves yeah, as music they... music video. They did release that music video as part of the promotion for this movie. I've seen the music oh. video. Interesting. So they discuss what song they're going to do when they make it to the Eurovision. But just then, Eric comes in and says, hello, Secret. And he calls him, what, like, idiot? Hello. Yeah. yeah. Hello, idiot. They have a good relationship. He tells them they have to stop because they're wasting electricity. <laughs> I know how electricity works. Here's the rest of my notes. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Did you did you just delete them? No. Um, about halfway through, they just stopped. So we're going to have to vamp in a minute. <laughs> well, they show them at the... Um... It flashes to them performing in front of the whole town. Yeah, they go to... In the pub or whatever. Somebody's yeah, birthday. Yeah, they're all at the pub, there. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they all look bored at first. Now, well, <laughs> so... We're good. We're good? Mm-hmm. Would you like to carry on? I'm yes. fine. I'm ready to rock. Well, no, first... So they... She, first she goes... He's writing a parking ticket. ticket. His yeah. dad tells him that he needs to grow up and be a, oh, yeah, and get a real job. And then we flash to him writing a parking ticket. And she comes... With coffee. With coffee. But to they're bring both coffee. hers. Yes, they're both hers. Um, you skip the part where... Um, she, her mom tells her that she's an artist. And Spjorg, she doesn't sing from her Spjorg house. The note. Okay, well, why don't you go back to that? All right, so, I don't know. You, you decided to go. <laughs> Secret's wow. At, Secret's at home with her mom, and they discuss about how good she is. Yes. She, she needs to be singing from her heart. And find the Spjorg note, which I really thought would be part of the end. Mm-hmm. They make a big thing about it, like in Zoolander, where he makes blue steel and he can finally turn right. And it makes the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It needed to be like that. That's what else Will Ferrell's in at Zoolander. He was in Got to. Oh, yeah. The creator of the piano necktie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at the cemetery, Lars oh, yeah. tells <laughs> Eric that, uh, no, Eric is... Lars is told by Eric that he can no longer afford the house and the boat. And Lars is like, wow, I'm really going to miss the boat. And he's like, no, no, I'm keeping the boat. I'm getting rid of the house. The boat is what makes me money. I'm getting rid of the house. But I live there. And he's like, I don't care. He's like, well, you're going to need to move out. You're a middle-aged man. Get out. Join the world. Do something. He tells him to go live his life. Mm -hmm. Which is, I mean, he's harsh and he's kicking him out of the house. But it's also good advice. But then he's like, I'm going to do this. He's like, oh, you suck. He told him to live his life. <laughs> yeah, live you live your life, but live your life how I want you to live your life, not how you want to live your life. Yeah, that's right. how it works. Mm-hmm. So now we cut to Lars cutting parking tickets, and Secret gets there with two coffees, and she's like, two coffees? Yep, both for me. Mm-hmm. Double she's double fisting pretty much the whole movie. It's a fun running gag. Mm-hmm. 
And the car that he writes the parking uh, ticket for happens to be... Oh, God, I can't remember the name guy's name. Olaf. Oh, is it Olaf? Yes. And he yells at him. He's like, I'm not paying this ticket. And he's like, well, you have to. And he's like, I'm not paying it. And then he's like, what's this? And he's like, well, it's a flyer for Fire Saga. We're playing at so-and-so. Are you coming to the party? And he's like, of course I'm coming to the party, but I'm not paying this ticket. And they're like... There's nothing to do in this town. Nothing else to do in this shit town. And they're like, we know where you live. You'll have to pay the ticket eventually. And we cut to um, Fire Saga playing Happy by Pharrell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's one of those songs that's easy to sing. And... People love that song. I don't know. They played it like on the radio too much. Like, oh, you, you killed it. I know. It was like, don't worry, be happy. Again, you know, that song is still amazing. And then they try to play one of their original songs, and everyone's like, no, those suck. No, no, no. Don't play any of What do they have songs. to sing instead? Yeah, yeah, ding dong. Yeah, yeah, yeah ding, ding dong. dong. And he just Elaine, can you hum a few bars of Yaya Ding Dong for us? No. <laughs> no, I can't. Okay, then. I would. I could. So, do you but think. So, in the movie, is Yaya Ding Dong a previous Eurovision winner and so they want to keep know. playing it? Or is it like a traditional folk song and they want them to play it? Or like, well, how, what do you know. think? I just think it's a popular song. Hmm. It's kind of hmm. like, uh, you know, any kind of catchy tune. Mm-hmm. It like might Believe be a by Cher. Might be a previous Eurovision winner. Who knows? Hmm. So outside the gig, Lars says he can't take shit anymore and gives a description of how much shit they're taking and what he's allowed to take and if there's a little space left. No space left. By and he way. complains Sport about alert. no space. He no complains space. about how much he hates singing "Ya Ya Ding Dong." Mm-hmm. It's a terrible song. And Olaf comes out and tells him to play "Ya Ya Ding Ding Dong" again. He's like, "I don't want to." He's like, like "I already to. played it. I'm not playing it again." He's you like, "Have to." He's like, "Play Ya Ya Ding Dong." This is the only thing that makes him happy. So he agrees to go in and play Ya Ya Ding Dong. And Secret talks about how she's going to go talk to the elves about this and help them get into the Eurovision. And he says the elves are not real. She doesn't like that. No, she no, doesn't. she does not. She covers his mouth. She's like, don't say that. You'll anger the elves. Take it back. And so then we cut to Demi Lovato, who is Katia in this. She's a local Icelandic singer as well. Mm-hmm. Was this before? Doesn't she have a face tattoo now? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Either way, they can cover they that can up with cover me. It. They might have covered that, but she has like full on face like tattoos. Full on, hmm. well, not full on face. She has a one now. Anyway, but she's singing, and it's a hell of a submission. The Iceland people are like, we are going to win the Eurovision. And then we have to host next year. And the chairman, Victor, is like, about that. If we win and we have to host, it's going to bankrupt this country because we cannot afford to have any people coming to Iceland. And the rest of the board's like, I don't care. We need to try to win. What are you looking at? It's Demi Lovato's uh, face tattoo is actually on her head. Uh, so she can cover it up. See, so it's like a spider on, on her uh, skull. Okay, so yeah, she's probably oh, wearing yeah, a wig yeah, I did not see spider. I saw flower. That is a yeah. spider, though. Yeah, yeah no, no, it's a spider. Okay, well, there you go. Mm-hmm. It's a spider. Mm-hmm. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. Well, when you have a lot of money, you don't really have to... It looks good on her, but I'm... Mm. Anyway. But anyway, hmm. So then they have 11 bands because they have to have their local Iceland contest. They're like, well, Katya's going to win. <clears throat> we need to have uh, 12 bands. We only have 11. It's like, well, all right, we have to get another one. So they pull the box of applicants out and slide it down until one dude picks something. So he digs through all the CDs. And pulls and out the cassette tape. The cassette tape. Spoiler. My favorite terror shot. It's always the tape. <laughs> it's always the tape. And they're like, ah, Fire Saga is the last band. 
Lars gets the letter about how they've made it to the Eurovision and is so excited he runs around the town and rings the emergency bell. <laughs> Him running is hilarious because he has to run a pretty far amount and then up the stairs and then he rings the bell and then the whole town shows up because it's the emergency bell. What is the big emergency? We got into Eurovision. And he's promptly arrested. Promptly. Which is funny. Seeger shows up at the police station and tells them, come on guys, be cool, be cool, be cool. Turns out the cop that arrested him likes her. I'm sorry that that wasn't a through line either. Yeah. It's like, and that's the last we'll talk about that. No, but that guy's a good guy. He also made them watch the Eurovision. He did, yeah. He made them watch when they didn't want to. Come on, yep. be, be cool. Or when the dad didn't want them to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Sigrid, Sigrid then has a moment where she goes and talks to the elves and gives <laughs> him some of her mama's whiskey. And mm-hmm. some biscuits, which I think were just crackers. Yeah, I think crackers. Mm-hmm. Biscottis. Mm-hmm. Biscottis, yes. Biscottis. There you go. <laughs> Double T. Enunciate. Um, she helps, she asks the elves to get them into Eurovision. And then Lars will be happy and they can be together. And then she says, but I, and I'd like to have a baby. We can talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Because the elves have their own little house. There's three little doors. Or something. Yes, yeah, three little houses with three little doors built on the side of, like, this hill. And she leaves her offerings uh, outside the doors, which is Elaine, would you like fun. to have little elf houses? Yes. I'm going to say I'm going to be disappointed if I ever go to Iceland and I don't see little elf houses built into the mountains like that. Yeah, it's pretty well, odd. I mean, they made, it sound I like, see it. they made it sound like it's part of the country's superstition. I don't know if that's fact or not, but it would be interesting to know that. Mm-hmm. I do like that politician's line about, can't believe that half our country still le- believes in elves. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. makes it sound like it's still pretty ingrained. Mm-hmm. So, when they're off to Reykjavik for the contest, they have to tell their drummer, who's like 12 years old. Yep. Stefan. Stefan, <laughs> thank you. That he's not coming with them. And Stefan is like, I don't care, I get lapped after being your My friends say it's for losers anyways. Because you suck. I enjoyed his braces, though. He said it's going to be an epic shit show anyway. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. <laughs> I mean, the man's not wrong. Keep doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. That's your job. <laughs> so at the show, Lars warms up and he walks in with a shake weight. <laughs> and he's in a morph, a white morph suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's no. It's not, it's not okay. It was not bad, okay. It was a bad look. <laughs> yeah, it was. But funny. And we see that, look, we've been invited to a boat party afterwards for uh, all of the contestants. And they're going to be sad because they didn't win. But we're going to win. Yep. And so he does what anybody would do when they're wearing that kind of skin-tight suit. He stuffs his pants with socks. <laughs> yep. Yep. If somebody doesn't do this for a Halloween costume, I'm going to be disappointed. You should do it. That you, suit with the shake weight. That yeah. seems like mm-hmm. a, a. That seems like you. you and Audra to go to a couple <laughs> uh, to go on a couple's Halloween party. Right. You could be Lars and she could be Secret. Oh my God! If I could get the disco ball uh, gown, that would that be dress, great. Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. great. So now, as Lars is enhancing or the his one where she's just a, dr- a stunning piece of rice. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Elaine, what did Secret do to, to spice it up? She says maybe I should. Do something to my genitals too. What about I could do camel toe? No, the classic toe. The, the classic the camel. Classic yeah, toe. the classic, the classic toe. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, looks great, looks great. Love that classic camel. Because <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't love a classic camel? Mm-hmm. 
All right, so we cut to the show and we see Eric doesn't care to watch this. So we're at the cut to the pub and like, hey, your son's going to be on. He's like, turn it off. No one wants to see that crap. And they ignore him because they definitely want to see this mm -hmm. crap. Not necessarily his son, but they want to see the other performers. Right. So Lars is staring at it in the mirror, prepping himself, and he sees the image of his father telling him he's a disappointment. And this shakes him a little bit, and he tells Secret that he's going to check on the lighting. And we leave, and we see Katya is singing on stage right now. She's just killing it. Like, she's a professional singer. Beautiful. Almost, she sings like an angel. Almost as good as Demi Lovato. Mm -hmm. let's, not get, <laughs> let's not get crazy. Um, but so just... Uh, he's, the boards are hard. He goes up there to talk to the booth, and he says, "I want to talk about my lighting." And for and they're like, "Dude, you're on next." And he's like, "Oh crap!" And he runs back because he's got to get back to the stage. But of course, Secret is hitting the stage, and he's locked out. So he's got to find his way around. And finally, wonderful. Excellent. It's not a it. podcast without background noise. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by Steel Chainsaw. Chainsaws. Let's cut shit up. Excellent. Wonderful. Right, We're very so. excited. Audrey and Ken's neighbor is putting up a privacy fence. Let's all commemorate this wonderful day where they don't have to look look at the jungle anymore. We just lost a listener. The neighbor's a listener. A loyal listener. Look what you did. You know what? It's if their neighbor movie. turns out to listen to our podcast, I deeply apologize that I talk shit about your jungle yard Wonder, but you don't listen to this podcast because you don't know how we are well you know what i don't know maybe they do that would be the weirdest coincidence i've ever experienced in my own life it'd be awesome so you know what else is awesome <laughs> will ferrell climbing through the audience to get to the stage and putting his stuffed junk on people he's like oh excuse me excuse me yes it's real yes yes it's real this portion of the podcast is brought to you by planters. We drop them and they break things. You got to keep going. You can't let what other people are doing in yep. the background distract you. All right. This, so, we so only, we don't on. edit. Stop it. Stop talking. Whoops. So then as she's on stage, <laughs> he, he gets there and, and starts singing and straps himself in his own little harness. Yes, because they have wings that lift them up into the sky. Well, they're part on of their the act. wings of love. No, that's a better song. <sighs> But they do have wings that lift them above the stage. And what happens? And he doesn't get his harness strapped right, and he falls out and embarrasses his entire country. And everybody laughs at him. Mm-hmm. And his dad is disappointed. So then More disappointed. And we yeah. cut to Lars after the contest. He's sitting outside on a bench, and he's crying. And Seeger comes to find him and tells him that he's her dreamer. And it looks like they're not they're going to have a kiss, they're gonna have a little shared moment. But just then we see in the distance the boat of the party of all the performers explodes. Explodes. Yep. It explodes. And Katya's arm falls right at their feet, and they're like, oh look, it's Katya's arm. And kick it. Which is horrific. And they're very sad. <laughs> and Secret says, the elves have gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> because that is when Lars realizes that they're the only ones left. They win. By default. They're going to Eurovision now. And we cut to the Iceland committee talking about how bad Fire Saga is. But they're in. Like, they're actively talking trash about this band. And then we cut to them sitting, like, I don't know, three feet from them. Mm -hmm. Standing right it's there. Like, and they're like, but we get to go, right? But we're in. <laughs> and they have to say, yes, it is in the rules. You get to go. 
exciting. Mm -hmm. So they get to go. All right. And so they cut to, uh, oh, look out. We're having all kinds of fun here today. <laughs> Fire Saga heading to Edinburgh for the Eurovision and they check into their hotel. They're just living it up out there. In, in They're Edinburgh. very impressed with this hotel. They have It has a mini bar. They go and get on. It has two twin beds that barely fit in the room. Mm -hmm. But they think it is the greatest hotel they have ever been to. The awning is like all ripped up and torn. And like it's, it's not the greatest hotel. But they are in awe of it. Yep. And they're about to. They're on a bench. And they're having what is about to be another shared moment. Because she really likes him. She wants to, to yep. make him with love and stuff. But he's like, no, we can't do that. He keeps pushing her face away. He's like, all the best bands, romance gets in the way. We gotta focus on the music. Think about Fleetwood Mac, the semen and the Garfunkel. So she's sad, but she's like, I understand. Mm -hmm. Keep the focus music on first. the music. For now, she says. They do go have a really good time. Yeah, but before that, Secret gets a phone call mm -hmm. from the mayor of winning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How was your phone call? We're going to win. So we're at the Eurovision Song Contest. And we see some dress rehearsals from um, Lemtov, the, the hot Russian, who's mm -hmm. the line of love. Yeah, that's it, a weird. It's a song. <laughs> it has words to it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Moving on. Now it's time for Fire Saga to rehearse. And they look at the empty arena and they're just in awe of the entire process. They're living it up. They love it. <laughs> they put Lars in the air. In like a harness, a proper harness this time. They don't drop mm -hmm. them. Secret's about to sing. And we find out that Iceland has provided some some people to pep it up. You know, mm -hmm. Make them look good. A stylist and a choreographer. Mm -hmm. But Secret didn't know about any of this. And it's freaking her out. It's the Kevin Swain. Kevin mm -hmm. Swain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's messing with her. She does not like all of the changes. And, and, like, the day, there's dancers all of a sudden, and they're touching her, and she's like, I can't, nope. It kind nope. of reminded me of Bring It On when they hire the choreographer to yeah. to battle or whatever, and, yeah. Only Kevin Swain's probably a good choreographer, and that guy was crazy. Yes. Spare fingers. I haven't seen that either. You, you haven't seen, seen Bring It On? What about Bring It On 2? All right, Carly. What bring It On F? 3. I feel like, I, yeah, I, I am in Carly's role all right. this week because... A lot of these movies I have not seen yet. Oh but this, except gosh. for this one that you picked. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll, Bring I'll It On, pick... you were probably too old. And oh, wow. Bring It On is a classic. Bring it on back. No. <laughs> I back hurts from here and Give the knife no. to the elves. <laughs> this is what I guys. Well, oh, the murder. No, sometimes it was a high school movie and he Thurston was. Thurston Dunst? And he was, it was a high school movie for girls, and he was already a grown-ass man yeah, see, when that came it, out. But it's a lot of these, even the child movies, like, no, but I, you I haven't like, seen any of those. You like, um, oh, what is that dance movie, Electric Boogaloo, or whatever. Ah, uh, Breaking 2, yeah, Electric break Boogaloo. Oh, you, you like Breaking and Breaking break 2. You, Do not disrespect Breaking. Bring break It On is right in that same, no, you like Breaking no, and Breaking 2. You, you like the singing movie, what's that called? Pitch Perfect? Pitch Perfect. Don't you talk shit it's about Pitch Perfect. It's all in the perfect. same vein. I've never seen Pitch Perfect. Bring It On is like in the same. I, look, I'll tell you what. After we're done, we'll watch Bring It On and then we'll watch Pitch Perfect. It's fine. Okay, but fine. sometimes movies come out at the wrong time. Like you're Wanna a little too old for it or you're not. Like there's a lot of movies that came out when Wendy Cross were kids and all I was watching was cartoons. Because you got kids and that's, and like some high school movies, if you're a little too old, you didn't see it. Like I've never seen Mean Girls, which Tony thinks is horrific. I haven't seen that I But I was just too old when it came out. I, was, I didn't want to watch a movie about high school girls when I was 
20 something i was like i'm too old for that movie. i think I'm that's not what, where it. i fell in that's but it doesn't mean it's a bad movie or that i would enjoy it but at the time i was like i'm too old for that movie i'm not i don't care and then you just never see it it happens I'm so we cut on that mm-hmm. yeah i'm oh, too old for that you might really like me girls who knows you know no. who else was too old we for that know. was raj raj was too old for this shit and then he actually oh, said gosh. shit and he knew he had to cover his ass Okay, and so he ran into Alfred, and I bet he liked GoBots. Nobody likes GoBots. <laughs> I like GoBots. No, you don't. Oh yeah, we're supposed. See, look, this is a thing. I think this is something new. We do this a lot. <laughs> Rando. We're on vacation. We <laughs> you want to know what keeps our marriage together? Randomly fighting about GoBots on the podcast. You should try it. <laughs> there you but go. maybe not we're fight about fight GoBots because nobody cares about GoBots. Alfred does. Alfred is a make-believe little child. Alfred didn't get ice cream. Yeah. he Instead, he, all he got was a stupid GoBot, and then he had to witness a, his hooker neighbor get blown up. That's upsetting. Poor Alfred. Well, that Scarred was actually first. Because he was painted. That's right. Okay, anyway. So. I like ice cream. Is there ice cream? There is ice cream. There is ice cream. We have vanilla and lemon crunch. We're going to have a la mode pie. I'm not sharing my lemon crunch with him. We got lemon crunch also, though. You don't want that. I want to try your lemon crunch. Only because I said on the podcast I wasn't sharing. We'll see. Uh, friends. It's really good. I hear it's really good. Yeah, it is really good. Mm-hmm. He oh, didn't want ice cream. I had to force him to get a biscotti. A what? A biscotti. That's not how you biscotti. Did biscotti. you say, did you say biscotti? No, I said bis, but it came out. But <laughs> it sounded like biscotti. I know. <laughs> a biscotti? Like biscotti. <laughs> he. I had to force him to get biscotti. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I do have a speech impediment, you know. I'm so sometimes it makes you. things when mm-hmm. I. You have a speech impediment? No. When I talk really fast, sometimes it makes me say mm-hmm. things a little funny. Moving on. Your own vision. Your own vision. So changes are what make podcasts. We cut to the committee and they discuss about how they've hired Kevin Swain. He's doing all he can to help them out, but they're still dead last. Yep. And at the recording studio, we see that the Kevin Swain and company. Has hired, what was his name? J Bong. J Bong. He was from a super huge K-pop band. Yeah. Something kittens. Something kittens. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll he's not a real that. person. He's made up for this movie. Are you sure? I looked. He's played by an actor. Yeah, but Secret really isn't feeling it. But in, but it's all about the flow, yo. About the flow, yo. Bitch. Yeah. Just then, Lemtob walks in and he invites them to a party that's gonna be crazy, sexy, good time. In. And they're like, they were like, oh, we don't want to go. Like, oh, everybody's coming. You have to come. So they finally agree to go. And Lars tells Secret to watch out for that Russian. He's has he has is a real sex player, and he looks like he has a big penis. And Secret is like, oh, I'm sure he looks like he, he looks has like a he giant would have a penis. giant penis. Yeah. And then J Bong says, he's got a BDE hundo P. <laughs> what does that mean? I, I think it means a big, a big, big dick big energy. Big dick yeah, energy. Big di- yeah. Hundred foot long penis. Hundo P. Hundo P. Yeah, hundo. Yeah, and he made the sign, you know. This is my favorite scene. It's not my favorite scene, but. BDE Hundo P was hilarious. Is, was hilarious. I mean, I only will accept that as descriptions of penises from now on. <laughs> They're either not impressive or a BDE Hundo P. Elaine does not want to receive a dick pic unless it's a BDE Hundo P. Elaine doesn't want to receive a dick pic. But, 
end of sentence, period, <laughs> exclamation point, never Question to mark? be heard again. Never, never. But if it's... Up there, it's when you first heard marijuana described as white widow super cheese. And you yeah, like, it's there it. forever. Nothing else. <laughs> there Just that. I don't accept any other reasons. All right, so... You should never let a penis buy your whisker biscuit that's not a BDE hundo pee. Ladies, write that down. It's facts. <laughs> It do be facts, though. It do be facts, though. <laughs> so, at the party, we see some statues, and they're, they're in, like in the style of Greek statues, but they have BDE huge P. Yeah, they do. That is not... And they have Alexander's face. Yeah, it has the, it, the striking resemblance of Alexander Lemtov. The weirdest thing about... I, well, the weirdest thing about the statue's genitalia is that the penises do not look fully erect, but they are sticking almost straight out. Well, it's oh, kind of like in a rainbow. Kind of, yeah, like, yeah, yeah like, like a rainbow curve. But it was real it was weird. weird. But they weren't like, they didn't look like they were supposed to be hard erect penises. They were more like a semi-chub, but it was, it was in a horizontal. Rainbow. It was very yeah, strange. Was very strange. Yeah, it wasn't, it it was wasn't very... pointed down at all. It was like straight out in a rainbow. What's a like, right? That's how Russian ones look. Oh, okay. Yeah, that must be it. I guess. Huh. I'm sorry to all my Russian friends out there. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, if this is the last time we hear from you or you listen to us, das Vidanya. Looks like <laughs> upside down Peronis. Well, you know, Peronis disease? No. Peronis a beer in Italy. No, <laughs> it's not. It is, actually. It's the bent carrot disease. Mm. I don't even know what that is. Oh. It's anyway. when your penis is bent. You never saw those commercials? No. No, I'm no, I don't watch those commercials on TV. I don't have TV. commercials about. Joy of the that's right. Is that yeah. one of the things that they're trying to sell you me- medication for? Your bent penis? Yes. Wow. And they talk about it being like a carrot or whatever. <laughs> oh God. That is bizarre. Is bizarre. Regular oh, TV. What fucking channel are you watching, Karen? <laughs> You know what? I don't want to know. You know what? She watches the Discovery Channel. Yeah, that was a Discovery, all right. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've just encountered new territory. I'll tell you what, right now. All right. All right. So anyway. I'll tell you what. Lentov invites, I mean, uh, brings them in, says, come on in, let me show you around, and shows them around to all the other bands. Hey, look, here's this band and that band. Shows them the other contestants. And look, there's Kevin Swain. He's like, yo. Him and Kevin Swain. They share, have a share moment. a moment. Yeah. I don't know why it's so swing, 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 yep. And to back up a little bit, they, so they come from the hotel to the party that Alexander Lemtov is throwing, which happens to be at his... Castle. Ba- yeah, basically it's a castle. It's just one of his... One of his top five homes. One of his top five homes that he has around <laughs> the world. And, uh, yeah, they, they show up to his castle, and uh, Lars happens to say how run down it looks. <laughs> yep. And it looks like it's going to fall apart. <laughs> that it wasn't that impressive. Because he does not so like meet, the BDE Hundo P energy happening. So we meet Mita, who's a lovely Greek girl. Job for that pink hair. That's a line for you. Yeah. Sorry I shed. Yes, you do. And she takes an immediate liking to Lars. This frees up uh, Secret. To spend some time with Lemtov. Yeah, Alexander separates them easy. And so he brings her outside to have a look at his view. And he sweet talks her a little bit, uh, but she's not really into it. He's, he's like, oh, I was going to say it looks much more beautiful with you here. And she's like, where's Lars? Yep. 
and it appears like maybe some hibbity and then some dibbity. But then a song, a song along starts, and well, clapping starts. What is that? What is that, John? It's a song along. <laughs> a song along. What's it's a great that? fun, great fun. Come, you'll love this. And I've decided after. So what happens in this? Is people just start singing songs. Mm-hmm. So they started with "Believe" by Cher, and then they break into Waterloo at some point, and, mm-hmm. and other songs. It's all the other contestants from Eurovision. This is the real contestants, from what I understand. Yeah, the yes. real contestants mm-hmm. from multiple years of Eurovision. And every, even Lars and Secret are getting into it, and they're having a really good time. And I've decided after seeing this, I refuse to go to a party if this doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. If I'm at a party and we're getting there and this doesn't break out, I'm leaving. All right, I'll just randomly start clapping and seeing if anybody gets on Are you board. listening to me, Tony? <laughs> are you picking up what I'm putting down? <laughs> he doesn't know what you're talking about because he hasn't seen it yet. Oh, yeah, you will. Oh, my God. Tony, you have to watch this movie. I can't believe you wouldn't watch it. He hadn't watched it yet. He may be watching it as we record. He better because I need to know his thoughts and opinions. Okay. What about Carly? You don't care? <laughs> I don't know if Carly will watch this. She does. She claims to not like Will Ferrell, but she, but she does pick a lot of his yeah, movies. She's I feel like, like she might one. like this one. She's got like know, this. Carly, you're gonna like this one. There you go. Ken needs you to watch it. It's right. a wedding present. It's you a, have to do it. It's a wedding present for you. It's a wedding demand. Because oh. otherwise, you will not understand why Ja Ja Ding Dong is now in your wedding it's music. Yeah yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah yeah. Ding Dong. Sorry, mm-hmm. we could sneak that in easy. Oh that yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to tip the DJ 100 bucks. And he's playing Yaya Ding Dong. Okay. Anyway, so Mita takes a, uh, uh, talking to Lars about, you know, because he's real focused on the contest. He's like, don't you have time to think about anything else like romance? And he describes his penis as a Volvo. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's good. It's reliable. Um, but it's not going to turn any heads. <laughs> I appreciate that description of a penis, though. It's very realistic. He's truthful. I guess. I don't know. It'll get I've you never where, seen it. It'll get you where you need to go. <laughs> but she talks about, or he starts talking about his passion for winning the Eurovision contest. And so his father will much respect him. Is what turns her on. So yeah. that's why she's like after him now. All right. And Lemtov uh, uh, talks about hitting the spear, spear whatever note. The spear note. note. That's the one. With Secret, because she's a beautiful singer. Mm-hmm. And he's into that. He wants her singing voice for himself. And he seen, he comes off as a legitimately, you know, he's into her. Mm-hmm. He cares about her, it looks like. I think he cares about all the money he can make if they were a singing duo. He doesn't look like he's hurting for money. I think he cares about having a beard. Uh, yeah, well, the vibe I got is... I think he's a collector. Like, he loves to collect unique things. And Secret's one of those things. Secret is a unique thing to him. I just kind of thought that he enjoyed his lifestyle... And likes being thought of as this singing sex symbol. And he knows that if they were a duo, they could be really pot. Like, because he's apparently pot. I, we don't know where the source of, his, source of his money's from. It's probably old Russian money. Who knows? Because there's no way he's making that kind of money singing those songs. But you don't know that, though. That could be huge in other countries. You're yeah, right. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. totally he's a right. line of But love. I feel like he knows that together mm-hmm. they could just be this huge pop duo because her voice is so good. And his voice is really great. My voice is really great. Yes. It's very dramatic. Yes. Oh. Anyway, Lars wants to go home, but everyone else wants to go club dancing. We're going to go club dancing. Yes, let's go disco, disco. And they're like, oh, we love club dancing. So then they go. But Lars goes home. Mm. And we see him in bed. And Secret, because 
is having oh look two drinks. <laughs> Damn it. Well, two for me. And just then we hear a knock on the door, and Lars springs from bed and says, "Oh, secret, you forgot your key. I will let you in, but it's Mita." Mm-hmm. And Mita came to see his pita. She. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for some hibbity and some dippy. <laughs> so she grabs him and he says, "Oh, my balls." He, she says, "Word, this is gonna happen." Mm-hmm. He says, "I'm scared." And you should be. Mm-hmm. But the door closes and it's implied that they um. Hibbity and dippy. They hop on the good foot and do the bad thing. Mm-hmm. So, Secret wakes up. And she's in bed with the Russian, but she's still wearing her um, outfit, dancing yeah, her dance. ball. Thank you, mm-hmm. your disco ball from the night before. And he's braiding her hair. Creepy or not creepy? Creepy. Go. Go. Well, if I'm you wake ca- up, some dude you don't, you barely know, braiding your hair. I'm gonna say not creepy because I woke up with some dude I don't know, and all that's happened is he braided my hair. I'm okay. You yeah, don't but you don't know from. that's yeah. all that yeah, happened. The only thing you know is you wake up in a strange man's I'm, bed and he's braiding your hair. I like braids. Head. I'm fine. Okay, Karen? Well, I thought it was creepy. Would yeah. you do that? I don't think that, uh, like, that disco ball dress is not just coming off just like that. So mm-hmm. she, I think she knew nothing happened. Mm-hmm. You could lift it up. But it was a very that, short dress. But the fact that he said that it took, because she said, well, how long did that take? He's and like, oh, nothing. Six hours. Six hours. Six hours. That he stayed up six hours braiding her hair. That is kind of weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird. Mm. He was bored. But she asked if anything happened, and he says, I'm a gentleman. Of course not. I'm a gentleman. Mm. Of course not. So she's happy. So Limtov starts humming her song, and she says, where did you hear that song? He goes, oh, you sing it while you're sleeping. He's like, oh. And he wants her to be his partner so they can Make make beautiful music together. And it's my bird. Yeah. And Secret is not about it. She's like, no, I will, I, my partner is Lars, and I will stay with him. And she leaves and goes back to her room, goes into her room, sits down on the bed, and finds Mita. Yep. And, there, and she's naked. Mm-hmm. And Lars springs up, and he's naked, too. So she leaves. She goes full Dinkelman. Yeah. I'm mobile. F this, I'm mobile. So we cut to the rehearsals, and Secret arrives late. Lars is already on stage wearing a like Outfit. a motorcycle jacket, yeah, or something. Mm-hmm. And she has this. How would you describe this dress? The Chiquita Banana. Yeah, Chiquita Banana Lady. Only, but it's short. Like it's and yeah. No bananas. There's l- more layers. Lots of layers. And no headdress. Uh huh. But a mm. neck dress. It Very was weird. Poofy shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Everything's poofy. So she rips off all. If you put the Chiquita banana dress on oh, upside down. The chi- and then had like the Queen of Hearts neck thing. That yeah, 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 yeah. And Lars yeah. had designed it. Yes. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. Well, he designs all their costumes. Mm-hmm. And she rips off parts and talks about how they're both free to do whatever they want. She's going to go sex nuts. Yep. Lars doubles down and says he's going to have sex with everyone. Started with that girl over there. Taking out the trash. trash. Taking out the trash. And then this guy over here. And then and Kevin Swain. Kevin Swain. And then you, what's your name? I can't see your name tag. Theo. Yeah, Theo. <laughs> and then I, Nina. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, and then she's like, no, no. She's holding up the middle finger. <laughs> he's like, and no, he's like, not Nina. Not, Nina I think passes. I a no from Nina. <laughs> Nina's out. Nina's out. <laughs> so they argue and Secret leaves. She tells him she hates the song this way. She wants to go back to the old way. Perfect. Um, and stomps off. Their time is up. So we cut to Lars at a fountain, and he's looking at himself in the in the water. 
and he's talking to his reflection. And they're having a deep, meaningful conversation where they talk about Theo was way out of their league. Theo, <laughs> there's no hmm. way Theo would do that. And they're interrupted by some Americans. And Jeff. One of the Americans mm-hmm. is Jeff. Jeff Afat, that's right. And Lars is, like, <laughs> overly mean to them. <laughs> no, no- nobody likes you. You yeah. should you should leave. <laughs> go home, leave Europe, go get a Starbucks, follow the smell of the pumpkin smice lattes. Mm-hmm. And no the girl, good. he says, yeah, smell it. There's a Starbucks? Yeah, just smell for the lattes. It's mean. Pumpkin spice And he's latte. trying to be mean, and she's like, is he trying to be helpful? Thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> Americans in this, you know, Are they're uh, you know, oblivious. All right, so back in the in the room, Secret is working on her song, and Lars is about to walk in, but can hear her writing a song and singing about love. And he stops. And it makes him and sad. Listens, and he walks away. And he walks away. Oh. He goes for a walk. And and while he's walking, he meets up with the ghost of Katya. And he runs away. Like you would, because she says you have to watch out. And like she's like halfway burned away. Yeah. Demi, this is Demi Lovato, all burned up. You're in danger. She's a danger, Will Robinson. So Mita goes to see Secret and, and see with it. Secret has made, is that she's making a sweater? What is she knitting here? A very angry sweater. Yeah, an angry sweater. It's got the, in like an, very super angry face on the front of the like sweater. Like the anger emoji. Anger, smiley face. Mm-hmm. Perfect. But we learned that they did not have sex. Like Mita wanted to, but he was like, nah, I'm cool. And we're at the Eurovision semifinals. Lars and Secret talk about anger cannot churn butter. Yeah, you know what the elves say. Yeah. That, well, that one makes sense. And they, they decide to change the song back the way that it was, and they make nice, and they're holding hands. And Mita walks up to Limtov, and they talk about how, you know, he should just let her go. She's happy with him. But Limtov was like, no. Nah. That's not my game. He's like, I gotta, I gotta have me some of that. So we cut to some of the bands here, and we have Running with the Wolves. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting song, and the outfits. How would you describe those, Ken? Um, if you've ever seen Guar in yes. concert, um, they pretty much they're dressed like Guar, but it's based on a actual Eurovision um, contestants named Lordy. But the Karen song they sing. Mm-mm. Heard of Guar? Mm-mm. All right, that's not no. for you. They don't the song that they sing is not like a Guar song, though. No. no. It's much more poppy. It's called Running with the Wolves. Mm-hmm. But they look like a Guar band, but they don't... It's not the same type of screaming so metal. The Wonder Four is next. Sweden are they from? Finland? Finland. Uh, Finland. Finland. That was cute. And they have a pretty poppy song. It's another one of those bands where there's four people, but the one girl is like, she's... You know, she's the singer yeah. and they're her band because it's she's her and George Ford Michael and three to dudes. The other guy's name that nobody knows. She's a terrible dancer. This actress, I felt real bad because her dance. I don't know if she was supposed to be a terrible dancer, but I she assume, was a terrible dancer. I assume it was on purpose because if you look at this movie, uh, it yeah. would be it would make sense. It was all. And then I think this guy was German. The guy who cries for no reason. Uh, oh no! What was he? Uh, no, he was San Marco or something. Yeah, San Marco. You're right. And then what is it? Attenborough's. Uh, and he's the, the, uh, not hosting, but commentating, and he goes, and here's so and so crying for no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very funny. He says for no apparent reason. Then Mita hits the stage, and she's good. Mm-hmm. And 
I want to point it out that there was a lady dressed like a light bulb who was floating above her <laughs> for no reason. They don't make mention of it. And if that, I didn't already have a different favorite tertiary object, which is not the tape. <laughs> this would be my favorite tertiary object. There was something that beat a tape and this. <laughs> yep. All right. Then some whack rap guy comes up. because That could, guy was Sweden. Who cools with his homies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he was cool. He's what's homies. described as a D-hole. Yeah, you didn't like it? No. You weren't into it? No, I didn't dig it. I mean, I was fine until he lifted up his shirt and flashed me his nipple because I'm not into that. Even though apparently he was showing me his abs, but I was just like, why is he lift? I mean, I feel like abs, you only need about like six inches. He went like a full 12. I don't, there was. See, with that kind of body right there, women are going to be uncomfortable because they don't want to take off their dress if they're wearing that. With all that going on. I don't, I don't appreciate it. No No good. Nope. Anyways. All right, so we're at the pub, and it's discussed whether or not they should watch Fire Saga or not. And Eric's like, I don't want to watch Fire Saga. But the cops no said, you're watching it. They're mm-hmm. from our town. They're weird losers, but there are weird losers, and we're going to cheer them on. So put on Eurovision. He says, I say we, we change the channel and take our medicine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He did say that. Mm-hmm. And Fire Saga is on. Not as bad as expected. Uh, the song, what was the name of the song? Double, Double, Trouble. Trouble. Double Trouble. Double Trouble. Yeah, and he told her he had a surprise for her. The oh, surprise yeah. was a very long scarf and a hamster wheel, which the hamster wheel was used twice in Eurovision by Eurovision contestants. Seriously? Yes. Not like this, but <laughs> in the trivia it says it was used huh. twice. It was up in the air, and then it came down, and he was going yep. around. And they sing the song, and it's pretty good. As they were singing, yep. And, of course, Secrets is standing a little bit too close to the hamster wheel, and her long-ass scarf gets caught in the hamster wheel. Yeah, that happened. How would you describe this next scene there, Karen? Horror. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the hamster wheel comes undone and goes rolling around, and she's hooked to it, and she's choking and hanging on to the... The scarf and trying not to be choked to death. So it gets sucked into the hamster wheel and it pulls her back yeah. and she's on the floor choking. Mm-hmm. And that causes the hamster wheel to short out. There's a small fire. Then it rolls off the stage. And Will Ferrell's in the hamster wheel at this point and he mm-hmm. can't stop running because it's we- it's wheeling and he- and Seeger's choking. It goes off the stage into the audience and that's where they fall out. And then they're laying there on the floor. And there's moaning, and Lars is like, Secret! And she's like, oh, Secret! And then she says, Lars, our song, they're still playing our song, we have to get back up there. You missed the part where she says, the elves must hate us. Yeah, yeah. The elves must hate us. And they rally and finish the song. And the crowd laughs at them. This is a blow to their ego big No, time. the crowd doesn't laugh. Two people laugh. The crowd. It's like two people in the crowd laugh. The rest of the crowd is stunned into silence because they cannot believe what they've just witnessed. Mm-hmm. Good God. At the pub, Eric stands up, says nothing, and walks out. Just in the crowd, applause. Well, they leave. Fire Saga leaves. So they don't hear the crowd applause. They only heard the two people laughing, and then they left. And then the crowd finally gets themselves together, and they start clapping, because, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Like you would. If they got up, if you got, saw someone stand up after a horrific hamster wheel accident, you would clap. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. would get the slow clap here in America. Yep. Yep. So you give them a little encouragement. You're not dead. Good for you. 
But Lars wants to leave, but Sigurd wants to stay and go back to the town area. And he's like, there's no way I'm doing that. You're being selfish. You need to stay with to leave with me. She's like, you're being selfish. I'm an artist. I'm going to the artist I'm an area. Artist. I'm more than just a song contest. We did this for our country, and I will go in there, and I will hold my head high, and when we get no votes, I will be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Lars won't do it. He just fucking He's fucks a baby. Off. He's yeah. a big fat baby. So Secret does go to the back and Lars go and leaves. Alexander comes to sit with her. And Lars tells her to have to sing her love song to Lemtov when she says, I wrote that song about you. And mm-hmm. he still leaves. Um, so when she walks in, she sees a bunch of people and she sits down with Lemtov and Lars is outside kicking things over and walks over to a porta potty and kicks it over and the guy's <laughs> like, "Hey man, I'm in here." And he goes, "I'm not sorry." <laughs> and then runs away. Runs away. I do think that Will Farrow can uh, throw a very amusing tantrum. Yeah, I he agree. does that in a lot of his movies. He mm-hmm. throws a tantrum and it's very funny best when it should be. Mm-hmm. When he's on fire, fake on fire. I found it to be annoying. I thought he was such a big baby. He hams it up, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we see the results starting to come in. And Iceland comes up and apologizes and says, we promise they'll put out better people next year. Yeah, well, we know. They were terrible. Mm-hmm. We are sorry. And we see the point allocation as Lars leaves. But what happens is Iceland starts getting a lot of points. Switzerland gives them ten points. Eight. And, eight oh, points. eight. And they're all dumbfounded. They're like, wait, I, Iceland? And then all the other, because like three countries have gone, and then Iceland goes. You can't award points to your own country. And then Switzerland goes after Iceland. And then all the other subsequent countries kicks a start, giving them, yeah. start giving them points. And all, so, all of a sudden, okay. Seeger celebrates with Lemtov that they're getting, they're getting points. And we see at the airport, Lars is wearing, I think, Audra's favorite sunglasses of all time. <laughs> yeah. He is in Describe all silver. He's got me. silver shoes, silver pants, silver shirt, silver puffy vest. Yep. Silver Beats headphones and silver. The glasses uh, remind me of like a glasses. like Cyclops. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They're like Cyclops. The glasses. silver version of Cyclops glasses. Mm-hmm. I think I need a pair of those. Yeah, this is the best outfit. Yeah. Hmm. All right, and we're gonna we see the countries listed that are gonna go to the finals. And, of course, we get all the, you know, the Iceland, not Iceland. Greece, Greece, Russia, Russia, all these places. Sweden, Finland. Yeah. Like, all the, the characters last, that they focused on so far. And the movie's about this <clears throat> Europe, this group from Iceland, so what surprised everybody was that they, they got in. Shocker. <laughs> yeah, the last spot goes to Iceland. You like it's shocking. Iceland. So, Seeger celebrates with Lemtov, and Lars has no idea. He gets on the plane. He gets off the plane. Back in Iceland, no one tells him. He goes onto a fishing boat, becomes a fisherman. His dad's boat. He goes out fishing with his dad. His dad doesn't know either. So, um, finally, while they're out to sea fishing, Lars stands up to his father because he doesn't like the smell of fish. And he says, you want to be a fisherman, you don't like the smell of fish. Um, But he stands up to his father and he looks for the exit off the boat. And everyone's like, it's a boat, there's no exit. He says, I don't care if you're ever going to be proud of me. I don't care what you think about me anymore. I've worked my whole life to get your respect. He doesn't seem to have worked very hard to get his father's respect because he's never done anything his father would find respectful before. And um, so I take issue with that logic there, Lars, Eric's song. But um, his, 
you know, he says, I, I don't care. I don't care what your opinion. I'm getting off this boat. Turn this boat around. And then his dad. Tells me he has the Viking spirit. Mm-hmm. And he's proud of him. He tells Eric. Eric tells Lars to go get Sigrid. She is for you. You should go out there and fight for her. He's like, oh, but I left her and I made a mistake. He's like, it doesn't matter. Go get her. Fight Finally, her. one of the guys on the boat's like, you know that Iceland made it to the finals, right? And they're both like, what? He's like, why didn't you tell me? Well, you acted like you didn't want to know. You said you didn't care. Of course I cared. And then Lars is like, turn the boat around. And Eric's like, we can't lose a day of fishing. So he's like, <laughs> F this a mobile. And jumps off the boat. Which reminded me of my grandfather. <laughs> I'm not turning this boat around. Can't You're lose not a losing day a day fishing. of fishing. <laughs> well, but Grandpa didn't fish for his paycheck. No. Whereas all these fishermen do. So they might not be able to afford a whole day of fishing. Or losing a whole day of fishing. Reminded me of Overboard. Ah. Mm. Um. Jumps off the boat. Arturo! Katarina. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Katarina! Did, did, you, did you see the remake of that? No. Don't. Don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what it reminded me. Well, they, they do the, they switch the roles. So now the guy is rich and the oh. girl is poor. It doesn't, that okay. doesn't really have an effect on the movie so much. Like, oh, okay. But the actors weren't very good and the story wasn't very good. And, uh. and technically, the story of Overboard, when you look back on it, does not hold up at all. No, yeah. because... <laughs> super terrible. No, super it is terrible. terrible. No matter it's how you bad. slice it, one person kidnaps another. Yeah. Without yeah. the charm of yeah. Kurt Russell right. and Goldie Hawn, it does right. not work at in, all. In the new version, it really does stand out because it's not Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Because the, mm-hmm. the actors are, are not, as not as good. They're not as good. It's Paris and whatever the dude's name is. The, I don't remember. The Latin lover guy, but... But it's not. The, the, had to be a Latin lover, it was him. Oh. And it's not good. Yeah. Yeah, no, skip it. So he goes. Oh, yeah. So now Lars is looking for a ride, and he runs into, of all people, Victor, the chairman who does not want Eurovision. I mean, I didn't want Iceland because it will bankrupt the country. We have a word for that in in the podcast here. It's called That's Amazing. It is amazing. Of all the cars in Iceland, he runs into that one. Mm -hmm. And he says, You got to take me to the Eurovision, but first we have to make a stop. And Lars goes to talk to the elves. Yeah, he does. I'm like, why would this guy drive him to, take, to go see the elves? It can't be far. Maybe it's on the way. It probably was on the way. I mean, I know when you look at Iceland, you're like, oh, it's not a very big country, but that's because you're looking at Greenland next to it. Iceland's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, but she walks to the elves every day. It, it could be on the way. It could be on the way. On the main road. So you got to think, this is probably, what, the next day, two days later? It can't be more than, what, a week between the semifinals and the finals mm-hmm. at the most? Mm-hmm. So the chairman... It did say next day yeah, know, so. that he got from when he left boat. and then when he got yeah. off and then it says the next day. Yeah, so... All right, so the chairman goes to strangle Lars and admits that he blew up the boat because he cannot have the Eurovision in on in Iceland. It will bankrupt the, com- the country and they cool. will blame him. But I thought that he... I thought he said that they would find out that, that he bankrupted the country, the country. because so. he's trying to keep it from them. Mm-hmm. There was, so then they'll find out that there basically is no money for it because he already bankrupted the country. There was a thing. And he admitted to blowing up the um, boat the yeah. with yeah. all the mm-hmm. contestants. But just then, all of a sudden, as he's strangling Lars, he falls down dead. And there's a knife in his back. And Lars looks back at the door where the elves are, and the door shuts. And he says, thank you. He pulls out the knife and says, I'm going to leave this here for any more of your future murders. And it's a tiny knife, like yeah. an elf, small, tiny knife. Right. And then walks away. So um, the, just here. 
the it was in the trivia. I'm trying to find it. All right, well, let's um, About, there's actually a thing. Oh, in the meeting scene where Victor is complaining about the cost of hosting Eurovision, he has a rather forgettable line about being thrown in prison when the economy tanks as a result. This happened after Iceland's economy fell apart in 2009 due to scrupulous decisions by banker and financial institutions. Unlike most countries they that let these people walk free, the citizens of Iceland had these people arrested and removed from their positions. Mm. And as a result, Iceland has a re- had a relatively quick economic recovery compared to most countries in a similar situation. Huh. So the throwaway line was... Like, this whole kind of scenario seems silly, but it's actually based on mm-hmm. truth. So they based hold their politicians to an actual standard and yeah, keep them accountable. Good for them. What's that Good like? Good job, yeah. Iceland. What's that like? I don't know. <laughs> we could learn They so get much. rid of the corruption, and then, yeah. surprisingly, mm-hmm. they have an economic revival. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, all right, then. So Lars, has, Lars hightails it, and he runs into who, of all people? Amazing. Americans. Americans. Miracle. And he jumps to the car and he tells them to drive to the contest. They say they want to go to Paris. And he goes, you don't want to go to Paris. Paris is a shithole. Get in the car. And he's like, drive fast. He's like, oh, but what about the speed limit? And Lars tells him, there's no speed limits in Europe. Put the pedal to the metal. <laughs> and we cut to Lemtal performing Lion of Love. Love. That's when Elaine first figured out he sang love. Yeah, because we had put the subtitles. Mm-hmm. All right, and as we cut back to the driving, and he says, Jeff, you're doing super great. Thumbs up. And just then, Lars makes it just in time, and as he gets out of the car, he tells Americans, don't go to Iceland. You'll be killed by elves. No one likes you. Go back to America. <laughs> He's very consistent with but his he, hatred he of America. But he says it in, like, a very playful... The nicest way. Yeah. He's super polite and thankful that they drove and him And the to- Americans are like, they don't get it because... Yeah. They're oblivious. Um, we cut to a scene where Secret asks Slimtob if he's gay or not. And he's like, nope, my pronouns are he, him. I mean, There are no gay people in Russia. <laughs> no gay people in Russia. None. None. She's and like, he's... statistically, that is not nope. possible. He's like, nope. <laughs> there has to be at least one gay person all of Mother Russia. Nope, not a one. Okay. But she um, finally realized that... His issue is that he's gay and he's not really hitting on her. Because well, he, he kept wants on making a... eyes at Kevin Swain. Yeah. And he's like sings to Kevin Swain during the song. And she's like, oh, he wants me to be his beard. He just, he's look, he is looking for a singing partner, not a swinging partner. Mm-hmm. Oh. So to speak. Uh, I don't think that word means what you think. He wants to ja ja ding dong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, ding dong. Sorry, it's with a J. I can't help it. He still wants to ya ya ding dong. That's why people hate America. Americans. Um, he wants because you know yeah, yeah, ding dong. to fix it. He he want he does not he wants to yeah yeah ding dong not play with a ding dong, ring a ding a ding dong. Can you explain that a little bit before the course? No, moving on. Oh, are we gonna talk about ding dongs again? I wonder when she explains it though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're at the pub and we see Helka, who is Sigurd's mom, arrives. There is a moment with his dad where his dad on the fishing boat tells him that he was in love with Secret's mom and she was the only woman that would turned him down. So we definitely yeah. know there's kind of a running joke that Secret might be his sister, yeah. but he's he's like maybe and she's like definitely not. Well, because the but, joke is that he's like been with all ever since the wife died. He's like with all these, these women, women around town. So he does. He could have other brothers and sisters out there, but they don't know who they are. But we do definitely find out that no, she is not a sister, which is helpful information. And um, 
that uh, and then the mom comes in and it seems like they don't really talk about it, but it seems like this is this big deal that she came down to the pub. And so at this point, Lars runs and is met by Katia again, who warns him that there will be a, a you know some old that the politician that the blew up the boat. To, and watch out! And he goes, "Yeah, he's already dead. This already happened." <laughs> and she goes, "Oh, okay, goodbye." He's a, he's You're a, not a very useful ghost. <laughs> no, you would have thought he said, "Wouldn't the elves have told you?" I'm... I don't know. It could have been a lot there. Mm-hmm. But then Lars, instead of going to the stage where Sigurd is already, he tackles Lemtov and starts punching him in the chest. And Lemtov starts laughing. He's like, "Why are you laughing? I'm punching you, ghost, but you're hitting me very lightly." <laughs> Like a light massage or something. Yeah, <laughs> and he's he warns him stay away from Katya. No um, secret. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> so then secret starts to sing, and Lars storms off onto the stage, and tells her to stop singing. Stop, 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 stop. He says uh, he tells everybody that he, all he ever wanted to do was win the Eurovision contest, but he doesn't want to do that now. And he knows that he's ruining it for everybody, but but sorry, but but sorry. And he asks her to sing her song. She says but we will be disqualified. And he says, just sing. But he said something about sometimes the winning song uh, isn't... Sometimes isn't the, best, the best song. The the best, best, yeah, yeah, the best song isn't the winning song. It's a song from the heart or something. Uh-huh. So then he, she starts to sing, and there must have been some dust or something in the air because Elaine started to get a little misty. Yes. That must have been. like There was some dryness. She in was singing really good. She was singing really good. It was good. beautiful. And, and the, the song that she's singing nice. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful song. I had tears in my eyes, too. Oh, see? Mm-hmm. I think Audrey did, too. Mm, I always do on that part. <laughs> Cried twice. Every time. This was every time Ken second. forces me to watch this movie. <laughs> every time. <laughs> is, he for, is he really forcing you to watch this movie? Yes. Okay. That's what but, she'll tell you. I would just mm-hmm. watch the song part over and over. So earlier in the movie, they mentioned how you can't win if you sing in Icelandic. But she's singing the song, and she sings in Icelandic, and the Icelandic people go crazy, like, <gasps> Like, she's doing the people in the town are so it just it's so in awe and the people on the Icelandic jury are just they can't believe how well she's showing off their country. Cuz I think you can't can you not sing in your native language in Eurovision contest? I I've never actually watched no, the I Eurovision think, contest. I know you can't change your song. So that ultimately no, would be why they were disqualified. I think she said she yeah. said we never I think he said I think he told her that they'd never win if she sang in Icelandic. Oh. So I think they probably could, but maybe nobody who's sung not in English English has yeah. ever won. Okay. Yeah, because they wouldn't sense. know the word. They wouldn't know the meaning of the song. Just, or it's e- yeah. easier for more countries to understand, Work for I the guess, Macarena. If they all use the same language. No one language. knows what the hell they're saying. Yeah. They're, everybody true. was just getting it. Like, yeah. Oh, it might not even be a thing. Maybe it's not a thing and it's just for this... Movie because it's not mm-hmm. like they gave us the subtitles in Icelandic, what she was saying there, right? Which is that's true. Well, then they have what, the friend, what it be referred to as a shared moment, mm-hmm. and the crowd loves them. Yep, uh, Lemtov and Mita uh, uh, meet up again, mm-hmm. and they agree to go on a yacht together because those two look like they're gonna have he, some she's fun. like, Don't go back to Russia, come with me to Greece. You could be gay in Greece, she doesn't say that, but and he's like, I do like the statues. Yeah. But you did skip about when, so oh, after sorry. the song, at the end, she actually hit the the infamous Spjord note that they keep talking about. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. She went, it was very... Was like the beautiful note from the heart or something like that. It was Mariah Carey levels, nope. 90s Mariah Carey levels of Whitney high Houston, mm-hmm. I Will Always, Always Love, love you. you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
It was beautiful. It was. It was the the Spiorgno. Spiorgno, thank you. The Spiorgno of love. Mm -hmm. Um, But she she hit that note because she was there with Lars, so that's what... And he gave her the freedom to do her song instead of always her having to do his shit. So that's how she actually came up with it because it's apparently a note that you cannot hit very easily. And afterwards, he says to her, the first thing he says to her is, I see you. Mm-hmm. Which she said that he did not see her before. Mm-hmm. I see you. I, I see, see you. you too. And it's a beautiful moment. I and they're checking you out. I'm checking you out too. <laughs> I feel like creepy that you're just saying that to me. Well, you don't have to say it back. <laughs> well, I can't leave her hanging. Mm-hmm. All right, well, Agree. keep on creeping <laughs> on then. <laughs> Anyway, so Fire Saga arrives home and they have a huge ovation. The entire town, all 15 of them show up. Yeah, there's like 30 people there. And one kid asks for an autograph and it says, Fire Saga loses contest but wins hearts or something like that. Yes, that's what the caption was. Newspaper, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is written in English because... And his dad is there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and his dad is there and they... And her mom. They hug it out and there might be something. And we learn that there's something going on between those two. How do we learn that? Because sometime later... Fire Saga singing um, at, at least their, a year at their parents' wedding. Mm-hmm. So now Eric and Helka have gotten married. He's holding a baby. Yeah, got him in the front pouch with the little earmuffs. So the baby they're playing. Know. They're not Eric. Lars. <laughs> Lars. Lars is on st- yeah, on the Lars. stage with the baby and a baby Bjorn. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, they're singing, and their parents kiss, and he says it's never not going to be weird, and she goes, nope. Weird super friend. not. Super not. And then he goes, oh, dad, you didn't have to do tongue. Yep. Or the thumbs up. So then they're like, all right, you guys want to hear the Eurovision song? They're like, no, uh, yeah, yeah, ding dong. So yeah, they play, yeah, yeah, ding dong. And credits. Mm-hmm. The end. The end. Mm-hmm. And that is Eurovision. All right. So now this comes to the part of the podcast, if you don't know. Where you're going to give us your thoughts. So we're going to start with Karen. No. Yeah. No. Then we know we can steal your stuff. You get to go first. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, the person, the my favorite character was actually Alexander. Yeah? Uh-huh. Because he was just such a cute little Russian. <laughs> my least favorite was actually Lars because he really annoyed me how self-centered he was and... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I didn't like it. Okay. My favorite line was about the BDE Hondo B. He's got a BDE Hondo B. My favorite scene, I don't know. I kind of liked when the kid said that it was going to be an epic shit show. Okay. <laughs> and my favorite favorite uh, object, I think, was... Uh, Lars's sweater that he wore in a couple things that had like these corny like um, brooches all over. Like he went to the thrift store and got all these old lady brooches and put them all over his sweater. Mm-hmm. All you right. know, if that was his bling, he was supposed to be super cool with that. That was your tertiary object? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I couldn't pronounce that mm-hmm. one. <laughs> <laughs> and... The word is tertiary. Mm-hmm. And would you give this movie a yay, a nay, or a maybe? Um, yay is yes, I'd like it and watch it again. 
Anais, please don't ever make me watch this again. And maybe it's... If it's on. I mean, I could see people would like this, and I might I, maybe watch it again. I might watch it again, but I didn't like it that much. Oh, all right. So Karen is a maybe. It was kind of... I don't know. It was corny. Okay. It was corny. I liked... The one thing I liked was some of the Icelandic... Uh, Costumes, because mm -hmm. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but some of them were really weird looking. Yeah. All right. Let's jump around the table. Ken, you got to go. All right. Uh, I, too, my favorite character would be Alexander Lintoff. Because mm -hmm. I just love the... the, the really super fake Russian accent that he has and it sounds like it sounds like the one that I do a lot mm -hmm. you sound just so like anytime him. I try to sound like uh doing any accent really yeah. it, it comes out fake Russian <laughs> yeah. every like, time you Did should do a Scottish accent but it's like, it's like why do you sound like, why do you sound Russian and it was just like that's just how it comes out yeah Ken oh. does two voices his brother Robert and fake Russian yeah <laughs> I could do my most, bill, hillbilly or Russian. Most of John's fake voices always end up Conor McGregor. <laughs> no matter where, no matter where they start, they kind of all end up at Conor McGregor. <laughs> uh, least favorite character I would say is Olaf because I don't want to hear fucking ya ya ding dong. <laughs> you want to know my favorite piece of trivia? That that guy Olaf? got to be the speaking judge of the Icelandic. Panel for really? the two thousand for the two thousand twenty one Eurovision Awards, huh. and he gave twelve points to Yaya Ding Dong as a joke huh. before announcing that they were actually going to Switzerland. Huh. Uh, let's see. Favorite line. Well, I'll save that for in a minute. But uh, <laughs> like, I'll give you, nah, I give you that. Favorite tertiary object is the little elf knife. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that, that uh, mm -hmm. the banker guy got stabbed mm -hmm. with. Mm -hmm. um, favorite scene, um, I would have to go with the the uh, the Spjord note scene mm -hmm. um, at the end, yeah, the finale, at the song because mm -hmm. it was just it was a great song. And uh, favorite line would be from Alexander Lemtov when she asked him if he's gay, and he's like, "No, no, I'm not gay. There's no gay Russian." <laughs> That's a pretty good Russian voice. There's no gay Russian. I, I, no, I, he, him. <laughs> no, 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 I'm binary. All right. Would you like to add fact of truth? No gay Russian. <laughs> it's one of the ones I wrote down. <laughs> so are you a yay, nay, or a maybe? You don't full, do anything but yay this. Full, full blown yay, yeah. I'm going to write the highest of yays. I always write it down and I'm going to put Ken in all caps with an exclamation point. But the highest of yays. The highest of yays. All ten right. Star, ten star. Ten star. Water. Would you okay. like to give us your notes? Yeah, my favorite character is Sigrid. Mm -hmm. She's like wonderfully naive, and I think that it, she played it well, and it was funny. Mm -hmm. My least favorite character is Victor. Mm -hmm. um, but also, like they didn't do enough to really make him evil. They could have done a lot more. They really did not. It was a diet cola of evil. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Like at the end, I really didn't see why he needed to be killing people in order to do what he was doing, but. Um, mm -hmm. But he was my least favorite character. Uh, because there's actually not a lot of characters to hate in this movie. They're all pretty no. decent characters. Um, so my favorite... Uh, my favorite scene started out to be the song-along. And then I was like, no, it's not the song-along. I think it's a finale. And then I was like, no, it's not. It's a taxi scene. 
And something about me is I love a good car chase, and mm-hmm. that was just one car short of a good car chase. <laughs> it was great, though. <laughs> it was just one car short. Yeah, car one chase. car short of a good car chase. I really like it, and it was funny, like, the banter back and forth yep. between him and the Americans. Um, when he told that girl, if you don't stop whining, I'm going to push you out on the next turn or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I have two favorite lines. Can I say two favorite sure. lines? We don't have any rules around Okay. Here. Just right. They're arbitrary and I've changed them. Uh, my first favorite line was he he goes home and the little kid's like, where's Secret? And he's uh, he says, a rich, hairless Russian guy with a huge ding ding along came along <laughs> came between us. And then the other favorite line is when he's... Asked him to come back in and sit, play Yaya yeah, yeah, Ding Dong, and he's like, "I'm going to play it, but I'm going to tell him to f off." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my favorite tertiary object—I'm not going to take my actual favorite tertiary object. I think it's one of Elaine's, but my favorite tertiary object is the two drinks that she always has. Okay. Mm-hmm. Double fisting. And. Uh, I'll maybe this movie. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Uh, and also, you're sleeping on the couch tonight. Yeah, I'll maybe this movie. That's hurtful. We're going to watch it again. Immediately. (laughs) Well, just keep watching it until you like it. I would say I really like the song parts of this movie, but Mm -hmm. uh, the the overly selfishness of Will Ferrell just does turn me off. Mm -hmm. Well, it's his movie. Yeah. And it is the plot of it. He had a lot to learn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. I can't go next. I'll go next. Okay. I will say about this movie that a lot of... Will Ferrell movies that he writes himself, he is an oblivious asshole yeah. who thinks he's in the right, but he's really terrible. And there, some of them are good and some of them are bad. Some of the like, they have they walk this line of being, oh God, I just I don't care because he's just awful. Or but some of them are charming and some of them are funny. And I think this one is well written. I think that they hit that right note with the script that pushes it from annoying and to delightful um my favorite character is secret i also like her just she's just a kind person Mm -hmm. and she's naive but yet she is aware Mm -hmm. of things and she just gets really excited and i like that about a person my least favorite character was victor carlson because he blew up a boat full of people so his country would lose yeah killed demi lovato yes messed up um my favorite scene is the song along. I like the whole house party from when they get there and he's like, it looks run down to when they're startled by the statues and just the whole interaction I like from the beginning of the party to the end and the song along is great. I do like a good song and now a song along. Um, there's a lot of ABBA in this movie. I really like it in that song Waterloo. I'm totally on board. Uh, my favorite tertiary object, I'm going to go with Secret's sequined dress. Mm-hmm. I knew you were that, that. Yeah, it was so the I best. Didn't. And uh, my favorite line, so when they first get to Edinburgh, they go out and they do a bunch of stuff. So they go sightseeing, they ride on segways, uh, segways and they go to a dance club. Disco, disco. And they have a really good time. And then you see afterwards, Secret is sick and she's stirring up and she says, that was so fun. Here comes some more fun. And then she vomits. And he says, let the fun out. Which makes me laugh so hard. I think that was the best line in this movie. He was whole. holding her hair, too. Yeah, yes, he yeah, was. It was that very was sweet. sweet of him. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of his rare unselfish yeah, moments. right. Mm-hmm. I laughed very hard. I cried at the appropriate points. This movie is a delight. And I am so glad 
that Ken made me watch it. <laughs> I did it again. All right. I guess I have to go now. It's your turn. Yeah, yeah, ding dong. That's not a good nickname. No, sure. it's not. We're not going to allow that. No? Um, my no. favorite character. Well, I actually say Ja Ja Ding Dong. Ja Ja. ja, ja. You'd be wrong. <laughs> John John Ding Dong. Long John Ding Dong. Let's Whoa. not talk about that at all. Mom, or are like, you I need you to go. You want to know about Ja Ja Ding Dong? Be quiet right now. Now we have, we have appropriate family boundaries, and we do not need to go any further. Okay. Let's keep my favorite character is Secret. Is it? Yeah, because um, she was, I don't know, my favorite character. Yep. I had no rhyme or reason. I was like, I should like her the best. Mm -hmm. Uh, My least favorite character is also Victor Mm -hmm. because he's a D hole. Yep. My favorite scene Mm -hmm. is also the sing along. Yep. And I didn't was like, I don't care if anybody else picks it. I'm gonna pick that too because yes. that's the best scene. It is the best. I refuse. It's a song along. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Come on. Because um, they're not singing along with it. They're they're songing along. It's a song along. Mm-hmm. My favorite line is uh, at the end. Hey, Americans, are you having a good time in Iceland? Yeah. Well, we hate you that that you're here. So why don't you go back home? All right. Don't have any traffic. Don't you have any traffic you can sit in with your monster trucks and your chili corn dogs? <laughs> okay, Lars. Why don't you have some opiates you you can take? Uh, why don't you leverage your credit cards and buy too many houses? Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not done. I hate you. I hate your guts. <laughs> and I do like that Jeff and the others came to Iceland. Mm-hmm. And my favorite tertiary object is him. I don't think it's that. It's not that good. <laughs> it might be. Is Lars tracksuit that he wears yeah. when he finds out that they got into the the uh, green Eurovision, one? The green one because it's something that one of the toddlers would have wore. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, wow. It's also one of the things that like the kids would have worn in the Royal Tannenbaums. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, I gotta get me one of those. And then I saw it when he was sitting down. It says Palm Angels on it. I'm like, nope, because now it's super expensive. Mm. Because it says Palm Angels on there. That's yeah. one of those bougie brands like Balenciaga. And Supreme. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'm like, well, that's never going to be in my closet. I don't, I don't like it that much. I about those bougie brands. Yeah, they're hype beast, they call it. Mm. And That's in the tube. That's that crinkling noise. Crinkle, crinkle. That's the tube. That, I put treats in there so that the cat like goes in the crinkle tube and... Mm. When she gets bored, she goes in there for treats. And yeah. I will yay it. I liked it better than ah. the first time I saw it. It was better the second time around. turned around. It does get better. At first, I hated it. And now, now I'm a maybe. So next time. So or it does get better. Day. So all right, well, you better mm-hmm. sit down because you have to watch it two more times tonight. So maybe uh. she'd give it another chance, and then eventually she'll get a soft yay. And she'll then get you there. The yay most times. I do want to check out a Eurovision now to see what it's like. I would watch yeah, that. Yeah, I would I watch so. Eurovision. Absolutely. I bet you can I watch it on YouTube. ridiculous. Yeah, I want to see. Well, it says in the trivia that costumes and dance numbers are part of it. Like it is a spectacle. All right. Well, Carly. Carly is not here. So John. Shit. (laughs) Hey, follow us on Facebook and send us emails and none of the other crap. Thank you for listening to our podcast, loyal listener, and hopefully next time we'll be doing Lego Batman. We might be. We don't know. Or might be. Or might be Karen's pick. On the podcast. <laughs> if we don't do Lego Batman, then I think we're going to have to go right into the month of wedding movies to celebrate Carly and Tony's wedding because they're oh, getting married in June. That's exciting. So we are going to do a month of wedding movies unless we don't. 
Four and, Weddings and a Funeral? Um, that might be one of them. That's a stellar movie about a wedding. Mm-hmm. You know you're not doing my pick. What about the best What's man? What's your pick? What's your pick? Bad times at the aisle. Oh, yeah. El Royale. El Royale. My tongue's not working, yeah. Bad times at the El Royale. I did promise Jeff I would do his pick. He sent me a Facebook message about it. But that's not going to be till the end of the summer because we got to do wedding month and then it's Elaine's birthday month and then John's birthday month. We have a whole thing, so it's not going to happen till, uh, till September. Sorry, dude. But I, it's on my list. But we'll get you there. It's like a Volvo. Yeah. <laughs> it won't turn any heads, but it's it'll get you there. It's and reliable, and it will get you there. We're going to say our podcast is like a Volvo. Is it? Because it's not reliable, nor sturdy. <laughs> hey, we're a rickety shelf, people. A hey, rickety look, shelf. But we did that, and this is about one hour and 32 minutes. That's not bad. What up? It's 